Hey everyone, Communications Director Jay Sokol here. Some of you know that we've done a couple podcast episodes under the title, Is This a Thing? So we could talk about restaurants and retail. There were more than just a rumor. Well, it's been about eight months since we did the last one, and I've been stalking Economic Development Director Natalie Ruiz for an update. And this stuff is hard because so much changes so quickly. You think something is a thing, and then it's not. And you don't want to mislead people. So this episode covers a whole lot of ground all throughout College Station. Some of it is stuff you have not heard about. Some of it will be updates on things you have heard about. And some is just kind of fascinating, quite honestly. One other note, Natalie and I recorded this a few days ago, just before the new academy on Earl Rudder Freeway opened. So you'll hear her refer to it as opening in a couple of days, and it did. And I'm told that opening was just ridiculous in terms of crowd size, and that's great. So with that, let's get to my interview with Economic Development Director, Natalie Ruiz. As we've done before, we've sort of taken this virtual a conversational tour uh, around College Station to talk about things that are coming, uh, things that may not be coming. Sometimes there's shifting status. Sometimes something's a thing, and then later we find out it's not a thing or it's a different thing. So we haven't done this in a while. I'm just going to start from scratch. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. So let's start with University Drive, uh, say close to Highway 6. So let's start there and let's start moving our way to the west. Tell me uh, what activity is going on, what's a thing, what's not a thing, that sort of thing. So starting at that location, we've seen some recent uh, two new businesses in that Home Depot Center. Uh, Skechers recently opened and Carter's as well. Yeah, They both opened in, in that center recently. We still have the old Linens and Things site that's there. Um, there's been quite a bit of interest in the last year, and they're negotiating a lease at that location currently. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to release that in the summer uh, as soon as they uh, line out all the specifics of the lease. Can't tell me who it is? I can't tell you. Can you tell me what it rhymes with? I cannot tell you what it rhymes with. Okay. <laughs> that, that would totally give it away. Okay. It's not like a Snordstrom's or something like that? No, no, it, it is not. Okay. Some folks will be excited about it. Some folks will not. may not be their cup of tea, but uh, we'll definitely have that space filled shortly. Was that a hint? Are there cups of tea? No, there's no cups of tea. Okay. Okay. So uh, continuing to move west. Continuing to move west, we still have the Papados property. I, that's the number one question I get anytime I'm out in the community is, are they still coming? Right. The, the answer is yes, they are still coming. We recently approved plans for them to relocate the the creek that's under that was under the old building that was there. Mm-hmm. Um, those plans are ready to go, ready to go for construction for the underground utilities. We uh, are still waiting on a final site plan to come back in from Papado. So th- the bottom line on that is that they own the property. They're continuing to spend money to develop the site. Uh, it's not as quickly as we would like, but uh, they're continuing to move forward very slowly. And for people who don't know, this family, the Pappas family, has other interests in other markets that may take higher priority. All over the country. And, and initially, when they planned to break ground at this location, it was during the time when the, all the plans were in the works for the Super Bowl in Houston. So our project got bumped because they decided to build another location in time for the Super Bowl in downtown Houston. Okay. Uh, And it's just getting us back on the list of priorities in competing with other uh, locations in Houston and Dallas and throughout the country. All right. 
So still a thing. Still a thing. All right. Keep moving west. Uh, We still have the University Town Center that's there on your, um, as you're heading closer into town on your left-hand side, where Abuelo's, uh, Blue Baker, and that center. Yes. There are plans for multiple buildings, about 70,000 square feet total, that uh, will be right behind some of those restaurants and businesses, and even some closer to University Drive. There's a lot of buzz out there right now, folks interested in retail and restaurants, uh, grocers in that area, that uh, nothing's signed yet in terms of tenants, but the 70,000 square feet is something that's planned to come online uh, within the next year or two. Okay, so we may actually see signs of construction in the coming months. Exactly. All right. Uh, Is that going to be a single level type uh, design, or is it going to be a little more vertical than that? At least this initial 70,000 square feet will all be single story, Mm -hmm. your typical restaurant, uh, retail type center. There is some additional property in the back that could be more vertical. That, that could be their third phase. Okay. The second phase is what we'll see coming online first. All right. Okay. So keep on moving. Chimney Hill. Chimney Hill. Chimney Hill. Now, this is an interesting one because it was one thing and, and now it's potentially another thing. Okay. Um, a couple of years ago, when we first looked at that development, the owner that purchased the property was planning a really dense urban development that had a multi-story parking garage, hotel, apartments, retail, restaurant, very dense environment. Yes. The new owner that has purchased that property um, is taking a more traditional approach. He is coming back in to rezone the property and redevelop it in a more traditional way. And when I say that, what that means is there's not gonna be a parking garage. There, There probably won't be a hotel. There may or may not be multifamily that's part of that. What's really going to drive that is is surface parking. It's going to be more traditional like the commercial that you see up and down University Drive. In terms of users, what we know is that the Republic will relocate from the building that they're in out front in a brand new building. They may even have a new concept that they incorporate as part of that, Um, a wine bar, uh, appetizers type type of a use in conjunction with the Republic. And then there are some pad sites on the front as well with frontage on University Drive that could be future restaurants, could could have a drive-through, maybe not. And then there's some additional retail and could be multifamily development in the back. So what kind of market forces have changed to cause these plans to evolve in different ways? You know, the, the, the two main market changes that I see in the last two to three years has really been in the hotel market and in the multifamily. We've seen a number of new hotels come into town as well as multifamily. You can't drive up and down University Drive or Welburn Road and not see some new multifamily under construction. True. So those markets have, have radically changed in the last few years that have impacted this site. So the owner feels like it's a better choice to do something a little more traditional instead of going going really high density and, and carrying that sp- expense of a parking garage into something a little more traditional where he could sell off portions of it for the same types of uses. And again, timeline for seeing some renewed activity there, maybe what? You know, we'll, we've been working on uh, some conceptual layouts. They go back to the Planning and Zoning Commission and City Council for a rezoning this summer to modify those original plans. 
uh, the republic should move along very quickly after that, mm-hmm. and uh, and then as soon as there's um, some final purchase agreements on the remaining laws or development agreements, we'll see some more uh, activity there. For those who are familiar with the republic's current location. The future one, is it designed to be a, a larger facility? It will be a larger facility. They're, they're going to move from where they are. The total square footage is going to be about 9,500 square feet. What are they about right now? Um, they're right around, I want to say it's closer to 5,000. Oh, okay. Um, so they will have a larger, a l- much larger building, a standalone building that will also have an additional concept right. uh, as part of it. Okay. So I don't know if you're going to just jump across the street there to uh, where the old grocery store, the old Albertsons was. I don't know if you planned on talking about that, but is there any sign of uh, development activity on on that property? There's a lot of interest there, but the financial side of that just doesn't make sense right now. And, 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 And here's why. When HEB purchased Albertsons several years ago, they purchased properties, leases, uh, all over the state. The lease for that building was part of that package. There's about eight more years left on that lease that HEB currently owns. So the owner of that building is collecting those rent payments from HEB regularly. So just thinking it from a property owner standpoint, before you let HEB out of that lease, if someone else wanted to sublease it, who's going to be a stronger financially capable company than HEB. Yeah. Um, so it's going to take someone coming in that is that has that financial wherewithal that would take over the lease over that eight-year period that the landowner feels comfortable with letting HEB out of that lease. HEB doesn't want to see another grocery store there because of the competition. Sure. Um, so I, we've worked several different ideas and, and, and retailers there, but no one's been able to beat the deal that HEB has there currently. It's frustrating. It's so, yeah, it's so interesting, especially, I know we're talking grocery stores, and there's sort of this, what is it called, a food desert or a grocery desert or something? Sure, sure. So it would be wonderful to have something like that, but yeah, I do see the situation there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, no, we've, we've talked to major retailers. We've put it in front of several other uh, non-grocery type uh, retailers, but nothing has been able to beat the, the deal that HEB has there now or make it attractive enough to, okay. for him to let them out of the lease. All right. It's, um, it's, it's not pretty. It's not fun, but um, it is what it is. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Then let's keep going west, and um, we're getting closer to Texas Avenue. Closer to Texas Avenue, we have Embassy Suites. Yeah. That is really coming together. It is, but it seems like it kind of slowed down a little bit in the construction. It slowed and now it's kind of picking back up again. That's how it looks. Yeah. um, I don't know. I really didn't get that impression. I think a lot of times when you have such a large building like that, it goes up so quickly. And then most of the time after that is spent finishing out internally. Yeah, that's true. And and, uh, so a lot of the folks are doing the trim work inside, electrical, plumbing, that kind of thing, um, that you don't see the the fruits of your labor, you know, right away. Um, That probably Project. They're planning to to uh, open mid September, late September, in time for the the football season. Sure. And uh, that particular project, we took 1.6 million off the tax rolls and replaced it with a 38 million dollar investment. So that's that's a win win. That is a win win uh, for our community. Now, next to that, you'll notice there's uh, a vacant site where they tore down the vet clinic that was, was gonna, there. I was going to ask you about this. Yes, I know, because you and I talked a lot about Dunkin' Donuts, I think, in another 
podcast, we talked about Dunkin' Donuts going there. Because it appeared to be a thing. It appeared to be a thing. They turned in their site plan. We were moving forward. And from what I understand, the negotiations between the owner of that property and Dunkin' Donuts fell apart. They weren't able to come to final terms to locate there. Now, I've been in contact with Dunkin' Donuts since then, and we're looking at other locations in town. So it's not a thing at that location. I'm hoping it's a thing elsewhere in town. Okay. I know you've been really working this one. Absolutely. This one's important to me. This is important. You and I are both big coffee drinkers, so this this is a a big one. All right. So it's not a thing there, but it's still potentially a thing. Right. We've, uh, in fact, just last week, I sent them a list of locations um, in other other parts of town trying to find them the best location. Okay. All right. Uh, Keep on moving. Keep on going down to Century Square there, uh, the old married student housing, Mm -hmm. as as you and I remember it. The the Calvary Court is open. They have the Canteen Restaurant that's also open as part of that. Um, The George is almost complete. They, uh, both hotels totals about 300 new rooms. Uh, You know, we talked about the changing market. There's 300 rooms in close proximity to, to, Chimney Hill. We uh, There's also a ton of restaurants that are planned there. I was just going to run down the list, and some of them we talked about before. Some of them are new. Yeah, just remind me. We have uh, Porter Steakhouse uh, that's planned to open there. We also have Piata, Italian street food, Moe's Irish Pub, yeah. Zoe's Kitchen, uh, Blaze Pizza, Hop Dottie Burger Bar, Berry Hill Cantina, Hey Sugar, which is a specialty candy place. Okay. Uh, Tiff's Treats, which is cookies. Uh, Sub-Zero, which is uh, nitrogen ice cream. We also have Star Cinema Grill that is planned at that location. The Another Merge Boutique location. Orange Theory Fitness. What did you say? Orange Theory? Orange Theory Fitness. Okay. It's, a, it's a gym right. facility. And, uh, of course, the Neighbors ER is already open. And 100 Park, which is about 250 apartment units, yeah. is open. So I'm driving by there yesterday. Mm-hmm. True story. And I kind of glance over there and I see a trailer. It's kind of one of these Airstream-looking trailers. And it has a, a hop dotting sign on it. And I thought, holy cow, they're selling burgers out of that. So I swing around and I loop you know, back through the parking lot. And uh, no, they're not selling burgers out of there. They're just hiring. It's a hiring trailer. Oh. But I did talk uh, to you know a couple of people there. And uh, they were excited to get started and said that they hope to be open around the end of July. So I don't know what the overall timeline is for some of the other properties to open up. But that's what I was told yesterday. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. We need more burgers. Did you know about that? I did not. Okay. Now you're telling me about how about like that? that? That happens. That happens never. <laughs> okay, so that's good. That's good. What else we got on University Drive? You know, heading, if you've driven on University Drive past Northgate, it's hard not to notice all the high rises that are going up. You can see that from a distance. At Welburn Road, College, I mean, anywhere near that area, you see high rises, you see um, cranes that are out there. It's There's a lot of activity happening. Now, we typically don't cover uh, re- uh, residential as part of this podcast, but mm-hmm. there's so much of it. I just wanted to mention that in Northgate right now, what's under construction is just over 209 million. 
right now that's under new, construction. That would be considered new value. All new value. $209 million of new value. $209 wow. million in, in, in new construction that's happening now. And that's all residential? All residential. Okay. Now, now some of those residential uh, high-rises, like there's one on University Drive, will have some non-residential on the ground floor. Right. Okay. We don't know what those uses are just yet because they are still under construction, but okay. uh, the majority of that is residential. Whew. Now, that's going to add a little over 2,700 new bedrooms. Beyond what's already there. Beyond what's already there, beyond Century Square, beyond North Point Crossing. This is all student-driven, rent-by-the-bedroom products. Am I right to say, though, that we are starting to see fewer students um, with vehicles coming to town because they're living in such proximity to the university. And, and that, that was the plan that the council had 10 years ago in looking at Northgate and investing in the infrastructure to up the density there is to help relieve some of the traffic congestion throughout town by having student housing closer to campus so that you don't have to jump in a car every time you need to go to class or pick up groceries or run to the pharmacy. Yeah. So we are starting to see students moving in closer to the university and not having to bring their car. Are you going to see sort of an evolution of retail, though, in that area to help support the new beds that are coming in? I, I think so. And and here's why. Because typically when you see l- a large influx of residential, the retail follows those rooftops. Right. Uh, we're seeing that in South College Station. I think we'll continue to see that in, in the Northgate area and University Drive. Uh, once you have a concentration of rooftops and new units, the retail will come in to serve those those residents. And and the value of the properties in Northgate have skyrocketed, right? They have skyrocketed. The most expensive property per square foot in all of Brazos County is right there in Northgate. Is there an average price per square foot? Can you talk about that? You know, um, not really, Jay. Okay. I, you know, we, we had looked at some average, you know, taking all of Northgate and just looking at an average price per square foot through all of Northgate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about a million dollars an acre. Wow. Is what is what we were seeing. Now, that does not include all of this new reinvestment. Okay. That's not uh, the Northgate that you and I remember when we moved here. No, it is not. <laughs> no, it is not. Is there anything else in the Northgate area or maybe in that little South College area that intersects Northgate that, that is, uh, you know on your radar in terms of uh, economic development? You know, there is the um, the old Albertsons location there next to the stack yes. that's closer closer to college. Um, the owner of that, Jack Culpepper, hosted a design charrette a few months ago where folks from the community came out and we kind of brainstormed, how would this lay out? What types of uses are we looking at? Uh, what are the needs in that area for future commercial and residential, maybe hotel? And just kind of started the the initial thought about how that, that entire area could redevelop. Now, that's more of a longer term plan, but uh, at least we've started those conversations and looking at the redevelopment of that area, because that's a a nice bridge there between Century Square and the heart of Northgate, or the historic Northgate. Do you have any 
wishes or preferences for what what would fit there? I would love to see certainly some more commercial. I think we need more grocery in mm-hmm. that area, even if it's a smaller uh, smaller uh, venue, not not your typical large 100,000 square foot grocery store. Right. Um, but I think with more and more residents in the area, we need to see um, more neighborhood type uses, your grocery stores, your uh, dry cleaners. I'd also like to see some more entertainment venues that may not necessarily be in a small bar area, but maybe more of an open outdoor type um, beer garden, you know, uh, bring in some more local acts and and more of a more of an entertainment type venue. That'd be great. Yeah, that would fit really well. Okay, so have we exhausted University Drive? I think so. I, I think we have. Um, as you make that left there on Welburn Road and you're heading out uh, further south of town, mm-hmm. um, the new HEB will soon be under construction there at 2818 in okay. Welburn. Okay. Uh, I'm with you. I'm picturing this. At, at that location, there's there's uh, cattle that's out there now. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a pretty big pasture. But uh, there's a new HEB that's planned. It'll be our third HEB in town, about 100,000 square feet. Uh, we'll have a, a restaurant in it as well. They will. Uh, it'll be a very nice facility. They're building in. You know, the, one of the big things right now that's happening in groceries is. Uh, ordering your groceries online and picking them up at the store. Yeah, that is a thing. So that is a thing. And so they're building in as part of their layout, some walk-in coolers and and uh, additional parking for that to be able to, to provide that at this location. Now, when you said restaurant, did you mean a restaurant in the HEB? In the HEB. When, when most recently in the last few years, when they build HEBs, they'll put in a restaurant that, that uh, that's inside HEB that's owned by them. Um, not sure what that would be just yet. In other areas, they've done barbecue or a sandwich shop, or uh, but they will have a restaurant as part of this one. That sounds uh, sort of Whole Foods-ish. It does. Okay. More of an experience yeah. than, than just coming in and grabbing a gallon of milk and leaving. Okay, so what may be planned around that HEB? Well, as part of that initial phase, there's, there's quite a few things that are planned. Um, there's about 50,000 square feet of retail space that they're planning as part of that. It'll be in three different buildings. Buildings. So uh, they haven't announced any users just yet, but there's retail restaurants with patios that are planned, um, some additional entertainment uh, type venues, as well as pad sites that are that are there along Harvey Mitchell or 2818. Um, that will be in the first phase, and then there are plans in the future to do some multifamily, more interior to the site. That that entire site's about 76 acres, so there's there's wow. quite a bit of property there okay. to work with. That's, that's exciting. Very exciting. That Love used to be the edge of the earth. You know, when we get down there to Copy Bridge, right. that, that used to feel like the end of the earth. It's not, yeah. Not so much anymore. Not so much. Holy smokes. Okay. If you continue down Wellburn and go all the way out to the Tower Point area. All right. So Tower Point, we're starting to see more and more development there. The the Gold's Gym, PetSmart have recently opened. Uh, Bahama Bucks will open soon. There's a, a new Starbucks with a drive-thru that is planned at that location as well. Okay. And I'm talking about the larger area, the, the larger intersection. One of the things that that uh, that I hear from folks, especially in South College Station, is when are we going to get some sit-down restaurants? We love the chicken, but we're tired of it. <laughs> There's a lot of chicken out that direction. Enough. Enough. Um, so sit-down restaurants that Blue Baker just opened. I've been in that one. That's you have. nice. Yeah, they're doing really well there. Yeah. Um, Mad Taco, Gringos Mexican Food, 
Carp's Bar and Grill, mm -hmm. Tad's Restaurant, more of a Cajun type flair, seafood, uh, and Casa do Brazil, a, a Brazilian steakhouse. That's the one you've been talking about. Exactly. They, uh, they're, they're all planned in the near future. They're in uh, any part of the design phase. Some are, are designing their site plans. Some are under construction. But we'll start to see more sit-down restaurants in that area. Okay. And then I wanted to talk a little bit about um, Caddy Corner from HEB, the uh, young property that's sitting there vacant at Highway 6 and Fitch. That would be the southeast corner? Is that what that is? Yes. Okay. Southeast corner. All right. There's been a lot of rumors floating around about a new target. I've been floating those. I'm You've sorry. Been, you, yes. I, I'm sorry if that's inaccurate. That's me. <laughs> Wish it and they will come. Oh, yeah. Um, so here's what I know about that. I know that the property is under contract for someone to purchase it. It's been in the Young family who developed the Pebble Creek subdivision for years. Yes. It's under contract. Plans are to close that within about 90 days. They're working through their due diligence now. We've asked them who the big anchor tenant will be, and they they haven't told us that yet. They said they can't release that now. Um but that with someone buying that large of a piece of property, something is going in there. They're not just buying it to hold it. So Target could be a thing or it could not be a thing. What if it's a massive Dunkin' Donuts and we've come full circle? Let's do it. Let's okay. do it with the, with the, with the triple drive-through. So we could, be, we could be a two-target town, possibly. Possibly. It's possible. It is. Well, that's kind of exciting, though. Is that the – I guess that's the only remaining – uh, big tract in that area that's undeveloped, right? Right there at the hard corner, yes. Okay. And it's about 40 acres. So it, it could be something very major. There's been a lot of interest in that general area for a new grocery store. Hmm. We, we've had uh, some national grocery chains look in that area. Um, so it will be something, just not quite sure what it's going to be. So the big reveal you said is going to be maybe within 90, 100 days, something like that? We're hoping once they close, they'll feel more comfortable at releasing um, okay. who that will be. Okay. We'll get so, a site plan at some point, and then we'll start Exactly. Marking. But until then, the rumors will continue to fly. Okay. So does that cover the Tower Point area? I think so. Um, moving back into town a little further north as you're coming in on Highway 6, uh -huh. you'll notice there's a new building um, under construction right behind the Valero Station, I believe, that's there. That oh, right? yeah. Near the Scott & White? Near, uh, right, right there at Rock Prairie Road okay. uh, in front of the Scott & White Hospital. Okay. They're going to complete the shell of that building the end of July, and they have a few users. They haven't announced just yet. There's a smoothie shop that will go in there with the drive-through. Right. Um, there are some restaurant spaces in there as well that they're they're working with a couple of different users, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to announce those later on this summer. Okay. Well, that's great. Then, uh, as you're continuing to come into town on, on Highway 6, we have Brazos Valley Autoplex. We're reviewing site plans now for a new Mercedes and BMW dealership. Okay. Right there at Technology Parkway. And then closer into town, as you get closer to Emerald Forest, there's also a new hotel that we're working with right there on Highway 6 mm -hmm. that's under design. And then the new Academy Sports and Outdoor at Providence Park. That looks, uh, well, it looks just about done on the outside. I don't know what it's like on the inside. They are working very hard inside and outside, at least to get the store stocked. The plan is to have their soft opening on Saturday. 
Okay. This Saturday. That's exciting. It is. It's very exciting. They also have uh, pad sites out front for additional retailers. Uh, could be multiple buildings, about 18,000 square feet. So we've been putting those pad sites in front of other retailers as well to get some interest at that location. Restaurants. I'm putting everything I can in front of Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pair uh, an academy with the donuts. Um, so I guess the, the old academy site has already closed? Yes? No? Well, Academy still owns that location. Okay. They um, they are in the process of leasing it. They visited with several retailers. They are negotiating a lease currently that I'm hoping they'll be able to finalize the specifics of that lease and we can release who that is in the coming months. Okay. Right. There, there was another lease that was being negotiated, and I didn't release that information. Um, and it was a good thing because it, it fell through. They it, weren't able to, to it, close it the It wasn't deal. a thing. It wasn't a thing. Okay, well, tell me this if you can. Okay. Uh, the future of Gander Mountain, because that I, I've heard all kinds of different things about that. Well, and, and we're hearing a lot of the same same rumors. Are they in? Are they out? Are they staying? Are they going? Um, most recently, what I understand is that Camping World that bought out Gander Mountain, they're renegotiating their leases in the communities where they're staying. They're rene- renegotiating their lease. And that's what's happening at this location. They are looking at reducing their rate and restructuring the overall lease. From what, from what I understand, they're liquidating all of their inventory, will close in August, and then reopen in September as uh, Gander Outdoor as this new combined company between Gander and Camping World. Kind of a hybrid? Kind of a hybrid. So that's where we are now. Um, I would love to say that that it's definitely a thing, but knowing that they're still renegotiating the lease, Mm -hmm. uh, just want to be careful about about saying it's they're definitely staying. Sure, sure. Okay, so we've made it to that point. Uh, anything else north of that that's noteworthy? Not, not really north of that. I would say more west on Texas Avenue. We're still seeing some redevelopment around the Wyndham Trip. Oh, yeah, I didn't even talk Aggieland. about Texas. Good grief. Yeah, um, Urban Bricks just opened. Uh, there's a Yes Star Chinese buffet that's there as well. Did you say the Wyndham Trip is open? It's not open just yet. Okay. Urban Bricks is open. Right. Uh, Wyndham Trip is planning to open before the football season. Okay. They're finishing up there. That's been quite the redevelopment. It really has. You know, I, I was disappointed when uh, they wanted to just go in and rehab, but I was really hoping that, that we would raise the site and start over. But that ha- I have been pleasantly surprised. They've, they've really put a lot of work into that site. Yes, it looks have. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, one other thing that's that's on Texas Avenue there near Super Walmart mm-hmm. there at 2818, mm-hmm. there's a new uh, trampoline park, Altitude Trampoline Park, that will go in the old Albertsons location. Yeah. You know, Walmart purchased that building and they use part of it for storage, but the front part of that old Albertsons building will be a new trampoline park. A trampoline park. Yeah, we go from zero to three in our community, you know, in Brown and College Station within no time. So... Okay. Well, this is totally not part of my world because I don't, I I just picture a bunch of trampolines set up and then 
uh, people bouncing around. I'm right. sure it's more sophisticated and, uh, than that, but I also uh, have uh, in my mind issues with ceiling, you know, uh, space right. uh, and people clunking their heads on rafters. I'm sure they've worked that out. Uh, but a trampoline park, how does that even work? You know, they're really popular, you know, in, in other locations. And and uh, I think you summed it up pretty well. It's a bunch of trampolines and, and you jump on them and kind of go crazy or send your kids in there like I do and, and let them burn some energy off. But there are obstacle courses as part of it. There uh, there was talk at one time um, about putting a, an indoor go-kart track as part of one, but, yeah. but uh, they weren't able to find the space to do that. There's arcade games, uh, lots of birthday parties that are held at, at uh, these trampoline parks, but you go in and you play, you know, by the hour, or you buy a package over the summer, and uh, it's just a good way for for kids and adult kids to uh, burn some energy off. How about that? And yeah. you said this would be our third one in the community. There's two. Well, there's one open in Bryan. Uh-huh. There's a second location in Bryan that is under construction now. They're finishing it out, and uh, and then this one in College Station. How about that? Yeah, it's a thing. It is a thing. So, did we cover everything? Gosh, I, I certainly think so. That's a lot. It, there's a lot going on. Um, so I don't know when we get to sit down and visit again, but um, are, are there things on the horizon that you just haven't mentioned that you hope you have some sort of information about or what you know is what you know? You know, I, I've mentioned the big ones, I think. You know, the future uh, location out there by Tower Point, if it's a target or, or whatever that's going to be. I'm hoping that we'll know something on that in the near future. There's been a lot of stuff in the media about In-N-Out Burger. Are they coming? Are they not coming? That's right. We didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about In-N-Out. Now, I've been working with the, the representative from In-N-Out for about a year and a half, and they have very specific site criteria. They, they want to be as close to university in Texas and as possible. So we've looked at several different locations, redevelopment options. Um, we're getting very close. I'm hoping that's going to be a thing, that we're finally going to be able to pull the trigger and, and get them here locally. Um, they're looking at a site currently. That, well, they're looking at two sites currently that, that I'm hoping that this summer we'll be able to to name that. Well, that's a great uh, thing to close on because I totally forgot about In-N-Out. And there was a little flurry of uh, excitement online. That's right. That's right. Okay. All right. I'm counting on you. We're all counting on you. <laughs> to no close, pressure. To close that one and the Dunkin'. Dunkin' Donuts and In-N-Out. On it. Oh, man. On well, it. I know, again, we haven't done this in a while. Thank you for catching us up on all the things going on. It's very exciting. And uh, if uh, folks out there are listening and happen to know anybody connected to one of these businesses we've mentioned or another one you think might be a good fit, um, they need to hook you up, right? Absolutely. How, they, how do people find you? Uh, you can reach out to me here at the city by phone, uh, 764-3527. That sounds about right. Yeah, I think it's close. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or my email, nruiz at cstx.gov. It's n-r-u-i-z at cstx.gov. Thank you very much. Thank you. With a little luck, we won't have to wait so long to visit again with Natalie Ruiz. She is always great to visit with. Thanks for listening to another episode of Is This a Thing? I'm Jay Sokol. Hello, hello, hello. Natalie Reese. Keep talking. Um, no, because last time I talked about long walks on the beach and being a Virgo, and you kept that in the whole thing. <laughs> but people love that. 
totally left out. Yeah, I'm sure. 